Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Here on Money FM 89.3, I'm Clarissa Montero for the workday afternoon. The Singapore General Hospital and KK Women's and Children's Hospital recently launched a new study called FERT Start to gather important insights on influencing parenthood intentions of couples, given the fact that last year, Singapore's total fertility rate was a very low 1.1. We find out more on Health Suites coming up next on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero, joined on the phone today by Associate Professor Yu Subling, Senior Consultant with the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, Singapore General Hospital. We find out more about Fernstart. Professor Yu, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely our pleasure. Now let's jump straight into it. Singapore's seeing falling birth rates, I suppose, and facility as well. So tell us more about Fernstart. Yes, FERTSTART is F-E-R-T-S-T-A-R-T, is in short a study on the effects of fertility health awareness strategies on fertility knowledge and childbearing in young married couples. So uh, this is a study that we are doing over at least three years to find out whether young couples can be uh, nudged into trying to have a baby, you know, with extra knowledge for their problems in fertility if they do have. Mm-hmm. We have also another um, arm that tells them about medical education on fertility. And then there is a last arm that is a control arm, which we don't tell them anything, but we follow them up to see whether after at least three years, whether they, they would have a baby. Right, okay. Now, is this a direct response to the fact that we are seeing a drop in, in birth rates? Yeah, we have had a drop in birth rates for many years. Right. It is not that uncommon, but yes, uh, a group of concerned uh, professionals, and including myself, uh, have got together to start this study, which uh, at, at the end of a lot of, uh, you know, of brainstorming, mm-hmm. and we came across, decided on this study, and I think it's a really good study, and we are not doing a lot of uh, medical interventions, it's just trying to educate the young couples and hopefully they might be nudged into doing having their baby earlier than we expect. Right. Now I'm going to assume that the falling birth rates and maybe lifestyle choices of our young couples, our young working professionals prompted the study. So what are the primary objectives of the study and, and why is this so important for us as a community? From the government point of view, we do not have enough uh, young uh, persons to be able to to look after the old, their old parents and their you know grandparents and as they age. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the economic part of what the government is concerned about. Right. But we are also concerned about that there's not enough children to be able to be around and to be able to take up all the workforce that we have mm-hmm. and even contribute to the economy and, and, and give joy and happiness to, to couples. Okay, now speaking as a working professional myself, a lot of my friends, a lot of my contemporaries, a lot of my younger colleagues, because I've had my children, but a lot of my younger colleagues who have been married 
you ask them, oh, when are you going to have children? Oh, not so soon. We want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy being a couple. We want to get further along in our careers before we start thinking about having children. But talk to us about the decline of fertility as we age. Yes, a very important part on the woman. There is a definite decline of fertility uh, over time. Mm -hmm. So when we look at a fertility treatment, even though, you know, in the, in the best treatment and intervention treatment, we are not able to do well if the woman is much older. For example, between 35 to 39 and especially after 40 years old. So we, we can't go against the biological clock. So, and, and of course, the couples also, they get married later, right. especially the women. Yeah, and then uh, by the time they settle down and, you know, they want to get their baby, uh, they might be in that age group that it may be more difficult. So we, we really want to see whether we can uh, push them along to see whether they can really think of having a baby instead of thinking of going traveling and enjoying themselves. <laughs> they can do this in a fam with a family. It is still possible, yeah. What is the best childbearing years, I suppose, is the question for women? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Of course, the twenties would be the best. Yes. Oh, but we want to have fun then, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, nowadays there are people who can look after children and all that. But uh, in the twenties, and and that is the average age group, maybe at five, ten years ago, uh, for women who who delivered their babies, the uh, average age group is about uh, twenty-eight years old, and now it's gone to more than thirty years old. Then it will go on to even higher, yes, because you know, women cannot find their partners and, and by the time they find their partners, they, they are much older and then they, there will be a great struggle. Yes, let's talk about the partners. Even if they found their partners, if they're getting married later, you know, they're thinking about having children later. In the men as well, falling sperm count is a documented trend, but, you know, perhaps we don't understand why this is happening. Um, yes, there are various theories about that. And uh, latest uh, news about this falling trend, there was a falling trend of 50% of sperm count over uh, the last 40 years. So if you reach another 40 years, and then it will be even worse. That is a real problem, but not as bad as a woman's age. <laughs> right. So we asked you what the best childbearing years for a woman is. What about a man? What is the, the best years for him to father a child? Yeah, I think it, it goes in tandem with the, the woman's age. Uh, by the time, I guess men, the men have to have that career and a, a stable career before and a house and under, you know, under a roof before they actually think of having a baby. Mm -hmm. So the best time would be in early 30s, I guess. Now, what are some of the reasons that you are seeing through this study that couples defer their decision to start a family? Yeah, we, we have not done, uh, I mean, we, our results are not out yet right but uh, we are actually uh, wanting to see uh, couples who are already married and they are in a good age group to have their babies mm -hmm. so we're just nudging them along yeah but we we can't really do anything about uh, the other couples who are much older and you know they are not able to get married so we, we just decided to do uh, you know to to help with those uh, couples that are able to do so so what do you want to do? You want to change their mind about what time of their lives they should be starting to think about children? You want to nudge them earlier 
You want to? Uh, yes, yes. That, so that, that is... we, yeah, we have these three strategies mm-hmm. that we are having. One, of course, is uh, not doing anything, but at the end of a few months, we will ask them to do a survey, and then at the end of three years, we will see whether they have children. And then there's another group that we will do something. So we will actually uh, give them a blood test for the woman, mm-hmm. and the man will have a sperm test. But they have to come to the hospital, of course, when it's safe. Yes, we, are, we, we will be safe when they come to the hospital. And then the doctor will explain to them the findings. And then a nurse will talk to them about their plan and, and in a way trying to encourage them to start. So this is the second group. The third group will be actually not going to the hospital because, you know, it is quite invasive and takes time and all that. So they'll be watching a video and they'll be answering a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And then we will follow these three groups and see whether whether there is any uh, difference, you know, whether we did do anything good for them in terms of having the babies earlier. So this is something uh, it's not been done before, I think. I don't think it has been done anywhere else. Uh, so everybody is quite excited about uh, really looking forward to having, uh, you know, this study completed. But because, unfortunately, because of the pandemic and a lot of the disturbances of our restrictions of our movement, we aren't able to get the couples as easily as we hope to. Right. So that's why I'm on this radio show. Hopefully, if there are couples, young couples who are married, 24 to 34 years old, and they are interested, they can come forward and we will be able to tell them what the study is about. If they are wanting to do it, and we will be able to help them. So how can couples in this age group that you're looking for participate in First Start? They just have to get onto the website and there is a first start SGA, Singapore General Hospital dot com website and there's one. We are also doing uh, KK Hospital is also doing the study with us. Mm-hmm. And there's another website which is first start at uh, KK Hospital. So if you Google first start S E R T S C A R T, you'll be able to get to the website. We also have a Facebook, uh, I think. A Facebook account under SGH on First Start. If there's also an advertisement on First Start, and they will know, uh, they will get to know more about this. All right. Now, the whole point of First Start is isn't necessarily to pressure young couples to have children. It's just presenting them with their options and maybe right. c- certain considerations that they might not have thought of themselves. You, so you're basically right. guiding them. There's no pressure here, right? No pressure, but uh, you know, most of the couples will think that, oh, we are still young, we have lots of time, and you know, they, they defer the, the child-bearing options until much later. Mm-hmm. So we just want to present them with some of the facts that may not be, you know, what they are thinking of, right. and they may be able to change their plans, hopefully. Right. Okay. Now, I, for the record, I can say that I had all my children in my 20s, um, and, uh, and I, I never regretted that decision. I am, you know, 50 now, and I have a great life. My kids are all grown up. Yes, <laughs> I have yes. a lot of freedom, and I'm that's healthy enough point. to enjoy yes. it. That's the other point. So when you can see all the celebrities having their babies at 50s, you know, they're they are going through life in at the other extreme. Once you have had your children and they've all grown up, then now you can enjoy your grandchildren. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yet, Doc. They're still in uni. <laughs> yes, yes. 
But you know that the truth is, my mom um, was very clear about trying to encourage us to have our children early, and her point was so that I would be able to, at the stage that I'm in now, be healthy and still be able to travel, enjoy my husband, and my kids would be able to participate in those activities as young adults. And she was absolutely right. Oh, yeah, um, she is. She should <laughs> be our mentor. <laughs> It was it was a it was the right decision and it was a good decision for us as well because it's actually easier I found it easier to disrupt my career early and come back to it uh, than yeah. had I deferred it I might not have returned to my career at all had I waited to have my children until I was later. Yes, yes. So I think the 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 the, the world or rather the they should actually actually, uh, you know, allow women to leave and then come back later on. And the men too, actually. Yes. They, they should give them that choice. It was, it was a lot easier for me to do that when I was younger and in my 20s. So I, I understand what you're trying to achieve with First Start and I wish you all the very best with it. I hope we can get you some, some young couples to participate in the study. Thank you so much, your colleagues. <laughs> we have been speaking with Associate Professor Yu Su Ling, Senior Consultant with the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, Singapore General Hospital, about the newly launched study, First Start, to gather important insights on influencing parenthood intentions of couples. Professor, thank you so much for the time and the information. Thank you so much for airing me. Thank you. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.